Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, This is Wednesday, February 17th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 241 of the WWUS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is, of course, WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. As we, of course, will let, we'll, of course, keep you up to date here with tonight's pop culture stories course, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Also, we'll be taking a look at your pop culture history and birthdays here on this date here. In general, uh, in general uh, history, as well as, of course, movies, television, <coughs> music, and also sports. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll also bring you a preview of, of course, some wrestling, wrestling news tidbits, also from 411mania.com. Of course, to get you all prepped for uh, later this evening for tonight's episode of Revolution. If you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned talk, talk have planned for you here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. <clears throat> First off, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get started here, I'm sure everyone is is definitely well aware of the big-time winter storm that is, of course, plaguing the Midwest, of course. Obviously, of course, several states being hit hard, including uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and several others. Of course, more winter weather, of course, still to come. Uh, did hear, of course, there have sadly there have been, of course, some fatalities um, in in this situation. And on behalf of everyone here at the in the at the WCWS radio network, of course, 
uh, <clears throat> from from the West Coast to the East Coast, ladies and gentlemen. We want to, of course, extend our thoughts, prayers, and condolences to the families of those who have lost loved ones during this big-time winter storm. Um, I'm sure everyone is doing their best to try to stay safe, of course, even also facing the situation involving the infamous pandemic. But we, we say a prayer for everyone, of course, but to especially those who have lost loved ones during the cause of this situation with this winter storm. <clears throat> and of course, let us have, of course, a brief moment of silence for those who have, who, who we have whom we have lost here from this, from this uh, um, winter weather situation. Almighty God, please be with these, be with these families of those who have lost loved ones during this uh, very uh, severe uh, weather uh, situation. Of course, the challenges that are being faced right now because of the of the of the pandemic situation. On top of, on top of this situation, of course, here folks, a lot of folks are going through a lot of uh, severe consequences here as a result of all this. Please stay with those, of course, all those affected by the pandemic, and also, of course, for the families of those who have perished from this situation, from this winter weather uh, situation. May they they feel your loving arms and feel your loving touch here, of course, your Lord, as we, of course, continue to fight on here in the through all the trials and tribulations here, um, <clears throat> and hopefully, things will, of course, be improving here very 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 soon we ask this in the name of your son jesus christ who died on the cross for all of our sins amen with that being said here folks let's go ahead and proceed ahead at 6 35 p.m eastern time <clears throat> um <clears throat> as we of course will uh as we of course have several stories uh here of course i'm sure that been that have been posted, of course, throughout several uh, throughout several days here. Let's go ahead and check our, and of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS radio network <clears throat> for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, including, of course, in addition to uh, Outside the Ropes. Also, keep in mind Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as Power Hour, WWS this morning, and hopefully, of course, <clears throat> hopefully he, hopefully, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, <clears throat> of course, with all of our other shows here that we plan to get right, right back up on the air and running coming up here in 2021. Our first story here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we've been, of course, talking about the new the the new ghostbusters movie that 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 hopefully will be coming out here very very soon of course we have we heard we ha has been pushed back some but jeremy thomas has this story as the new as the new movie ghostbusters afterlife earns a pg-13 rating from the mpaa when ghostbusters afterlife arrives in the lead up to this holiday season it'll be rated for teens and above Per the MPAA, the ratings board gave has given the Jason Reitman co-written and directed revival of the franchise a PG-13 rating per their ratings database. The rating has been given has been given by the MPAA for supernatural action and suggested material. 
<clears throat> the movie, of course, as you know, stars Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, I'm, I can't remember what, who, who Grace was in this. I'm sorry. But, of course, also uh, Paul Rudd is in it, as well as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Ghostbusters originals, uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts, and Ernie Hudson is described as follows. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their, 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 their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind, which you can check out, of course, uh, the trailer. Of course, I'm, I don't know if it's a trailer on this page or not, but of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, you, um, it has earned a PG-13 rating, so just keep that. <clears throat> so, so there you have it right there. But I think they said that it's going to be coming up here towards, I think, later in the year, early next year sometime, I think, is when they're going to finally release it. It's been pushed back. Of course, the pandemic has done it that with all, all the recent movie releases here lately. Jeffrey Harris has this story here as the new motion posters for for the new Mortal Kombat movie hype. Of course, the uh, of course to, uh, the trailer release, which is scheduled for tomorrow. The trailer for the new live-action Mortal Kombat movie finally arrives this week. In anticipation of the trailer, Warner Brothers has released a number of new motion posters for the iconic characters of the upcoming film. The trailer for the film will finally debut on Thursday, February the 18th. <clears throat> the new motion posters released include Liu Kang, Kun Lao, Sonya Blade, J Jax, Kino, Shang Tsung, Melina, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and a new character, Cole Young. You can check out, of course, motion posters right here, of course, on this page. As you know, Mortal Kombat is directed by Simon McQuad and stars Joe Taslam as Sub-Zero, Ludi Glenn as Luke Kang, Jessica McAmey as Sonya Blade, Josh Lawson as Kano, Tadanabu Asano as Raiden, McCad Brooks as Jackson J Jax Bridges. I think it's supposed to be Briggs, not Bridges. Chin Han supposed to play Shane Sung. Hiroki Sonata will play Scorpion. Max Huang will play uh, Kung Lao. Sissy Stringer will play Melina. And Louis Tan will play the lead character of Cole Young. Is, of course, once again, is described as follows. <clears throat> <clears throat> Used to get beaten up for money, MMA fighter Cole Young is unaware of his legacy or because Emperor Outward Shane Tsung has sent his best warrior Sub-Zero and other, and other worldly cryomancer to hunt Cole. Fearing for the safety of his family, Cole sets out to find Sonya Blade and Jax, a special forces major who carries the same strange dragon Cole was born with. <clears throat> Soon he finds himself in the temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god and protector of Earthrealm, who grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here, Cole trains with seasoned warriors Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and devious mercenary Kano as he prepares to take on Earth's greatest champions against enemies of Outworld in a high-risk battle across the universe. But will Cole be under enough pressure to unlock his arcane, the, imme the immense power in his soul, in time to save his family and stop Outworld once and for all? And of course, like I said, on the there are several tweets courtesy of the Mortal Kombat movie Twitter account. Of course, they are showing the uh, the motion the the motion posters that we mentioned. Of course, it's supposed to be coming out at the trailer is actually supposed to be coming out tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, which may be about 12 be like 12 noon Eastern Eastern time. If you wish to, of course, check that out. 
<clears throat> Jeffrey Harris has this story, as of course the trailer for the new movie Cruella shows the beginning of the iconic Disney villain. The Walt Disney Company dropped the trailer and two new posters for the upcoming live action feature Cruella. You can check out the posters in the new trailer right here on the page. The upcoming film will explore the backstory of Cruella DeVille, the villain of the 1961 animated classic 101 Dalmatians, who wanted to kill Dalmatian puppies in order to turn them into fur coats. Here she is portrayed by Ella, Emma Stone as Estella, a young grifter who is determined to make an impact on the fashion world. The film also stars Emma Thompson and was directed by Craig Gillespie, who did I, Tanya. It's currently slated to arrive in theaters on May 28th. However, due to the nature of the ongoing pandemic, that might eventually change. Here is a synopsis. <clears throat> Academy, Award, Academy Award winner Emma Stone, who is known for La La Land, stars in Disney's Cruella, an all-new live-action feature film about the rebellious early days of one of cinema's most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains, the legendary Cruella DeVille. Cruella, which is set in 1970s London amidst the punk rock revolution, follows a young grifter named Estella, a clever and creative girl determined to make a name for herself with her designs. She befriends a pair of young thieves who appreciate her appetite for mischief, and together they are able to build a life of themselves on the London streets. One day, Estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of the Baroness von Hillman, a fashion legend who is devastatingly chic and terrifyingly, terrifyingly hot, played by two-time Oscar winner Emma Thompson, who did who was in Howard's End and Sense of Sensibility. But their relationship sets in motion a course of events and revelations that will cause Estella to embrace her wicked side and become the raucous, fashionable, and revenge-bent revenge -bent Cruella. So there you go, folks. It's scheduled to come out, like I said, on like at the end of May. But as it said, of course, due to this pandemic, it could kind of push it back here again. So just keep that in mind. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as Batista was denied a walking role on the show The Walking Dead because he was too big to play a zombie. Batista is a movie star now, but even he can't get on The Walking Dead. In his case, because he's just too big to play undead. The WWE star turned actor revealed in a recent interview with Empire promoting his role in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead that he offered to play a zombie for free on the show, but they turned him down because of his size. I'm a zombie fan, he said. I tried to get on Walking Dead for years. I said, I'll come play a zombie for free, but they said, you're too big. Batista noted that as, as much as he's a fan of the genre, he wasn't going to sign on for any zombie flick. I mean, there had to be something special about zombie film for me to sign up. What's, and this is what he said. What sets us apart is the heist. There's a whole bunch of different layers to this film. The film is set to release through Netflix and already has a prequel film and anime series spinoff in the works. It's set to debut on the service later this year and stars Batista, Omari Hardwick, Teague Notaro, Hiroki Sonata, Raul Castillo, Nora Ari Zender, Matthias Schwinghofer, Samantha Wynn, Rich Citrone, and Garrett Dillahunt. So there you have so being too big to play a zombie. I would never have heard today. <sighs> Jeremy Thomas posted this story also yesterday 
as the Dungeons and Dragons film lands lands a star from the movie Bridgerton in the leading role. Bridgerton star, star Roger Jean Page is going from period drama to fantasy, scoring a leading role in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. THR reports that Page, who starred as Simon Bassett in Netflix's hit series, has joined the Paramount Pictures adaptation of the iconic role-playing game. He joins a cast that includes Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and Justice Smith. Details on the Dungeons and Dragons film has yet to be revealed, though a report from late 2019 suggested that it could involve the eye of Vecina, a well-known artifact in the popular tabletop role-playing games lore. The film will be directed by duo Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, are also writing a script based on a draft by Michael Giglio. Paramount and Hasbro are also reported developing a separate TV series based on Dungeons and Dragons. The Dungeons and Dragons film is currently set to release on May 27th of next year. So we can't wait, of course, here for that. Of course, obviously, of course, everyone I'm sure would remember they also did a cartoon back in the 80s. I think it was part of CBS's Saturday morning lineup. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as well yesterday. <clears throat> as the creator of The Young Rock is WWE President Nick Khan's sister and also talks working with The Rock on the, on the scripts for the sitcom. NBC's Young Rock sitcom premiered tonight, premiered last night from Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Fresh, Fresh of the Boats' Nana Chika Khan, who noted in a recent interview that she's the sister of WWE President Nick Khan. Khan spoke with Variety about working with Johnson for the series, and here are some highlights. And, of course, they get credit for this interview. On working with Johnson on the scripts, she says, we had a bunch of what we like to call storytelling sessions at the very beginning, and Dwayne would just tell us different stories about his life. It really helped us to identify the seminal moments in his life that shaped him and the different maybe surprising perspectives that the audiences wouldn't actually know. Since he's one of the most famous people on the planet. We try to answer how to tell a story about someone you just can't can't just Google and find out. He was amazing and open and super collaborative. On whether Johnson was involved in any casting decisions, she says, our amazing casting directors, Anya Koloff, Amanda Mitchell, and Michael V. Nicolo, head up a global search for these roles. We have been following a roadmap of Dwayne's life, his family, and where he came from. It was a tall order. We wanted to get it right and wanted Dwayne to feel great about all of it. So we got him and his team at Seven Bucks Productions involved. I'm so proud of the cast we assembled. Having to cast three young Dwaynes was in and of itself really challenging. I think we, I think it will make the authenticity of his experience come through. On how they, how they chose particular stages in Johnson's life, she said we're starting with 2032 because we're looking for a framework that felt organic and that could bring in multiple timelines. It made sense to me that Dwayne was looking back on his life this way, then we can also look forward, which is where the future timeline came in. We're able to get him, give him an interesting arc for the future. I sat down with the executive producer and writer Jeff Chang and with all these notes, and we looked through them and started to identify three moments as a great starting place to introduce people to Dwayne's world. When he's 10 years old, he's living in Hawaii in 1982. With his immediate family and also the wrestlers that kind of that kind of that kind of became his extended family and the way he was shaped at a young age. <clears throat> then we jump ahead to 15 when he's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. He has a lot of stories about how money was really tight for them, and his dad couldn't get work work easily. 
I think a lot of people can relate to that struggle. I wanted to tell stories from that era of Dwayne's life because, again, we know that he ends up okay and he <clears throat> and he overcomes these hardships. And then the University of Miami period, to me, was also really interesting because this is where he thinks he's found this path and he thinks his future is the NFL. He's recruited right out of high school to go to the super high-profile football school. Think this is, he thinks that this is how he's going, he's going to change his life and support his family. And his dream gets deferred a little bit. We see how, we see how we, he responds to that and why he obviously did end up going down that road, even, even if it, in that timeline. He believes that is what his future is, and then we just put it all together. On if she knows of she knows of Johnson's wrestling career. She says, I was definitely a fan of his acting career. I watched wrestling when I was a kid with my whole family. That mid-80s wrestling era is very nostalgic for me. You know, this is Saranen, but my brother, of course, Nick Khan, was a huge wrestling fan. And he sort of spearheaded the viewing in our house. And now he's the president of WWE and worked with the CEO of Vince McMahon. Anyway, he was such a big part of my experience growing up. My whole family is from Iran, so the Iron Sheik. Of course, Jose and Kosovo, Ali Vaziri, was a big hero in our house. Even if his ring persona was a villain, he was the only persona on television that we ever saw that had our accent and that looked like us. On Saturdays, my grandmother and my aunts and my uncles would all come over to watch the matches my brother would tape, creating this, creating this transport me back to that time, and it, was a, and it was a visceral feeling for me. So, of course, like I said, I heard that we heard some good things. Of course, a lot of folks on our own revolution last night did talk about, of course, this show. So uh, how how good it was indeed. So we're glad we're glad to hear, of course, obviously that 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 did turn out well. One story that just now came in here, folks. So let's go ahead and bring this here to you right fast. Jeremy Thomas uh, talks about it here today as an animated Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai series. It's an early season two renewal, and actually more cast members are set. HBO Max's animated prequel series Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai has earned a second season before the first season ever even premieres. Deadline reports that the streaming service has renewed the yet-to-premiere show a second season. In addition, Variety reports that Ming-Ya Wen, B.D. Wong, and Matthew Reese have all joined the voice cast of the series, which also features Isaac Wang, James Hong, A.J. Locasco, and Gabrielle Green. Set in 1920s Shanghai, Grandma's Secrets of the Mogwai will tell the story of how 10-year-old Sam Wing, who is, of course... It would be, would of course, be the shop owner, Mr. Wing, in the movie, met the young Mogwai called Gizmo. On the teenage street thief named Ellie, Sam and Gizmo take a perilous journey through the Chinese countryside, encountering and sometimes battling colorful monsters and spirits from Chinese folklore. On their quest to return Gizmo to his family and uncover a legendary treasure, they are pursued by a power-hungry industrialist and, and his growing army of evil gremlins. Wang will voice Sam Wing, while Wen will play Sam's mother, Fong Wing, and Wang will voice his father, Hong Wing. Fong is described as a doctor of Chinese medicine, resourceful, stylish, funny, and fiercely protective of her family. And Han is a calm rock that has never believed his father-in-law's tales of magic and adventure. Hong voices grandpa, who claims to have traveled the world on grand adventures, and he alone knows the true power and secrets of the Mogwai and the importance of protecting them. A.J. Locasco voices Gizmo, while Green plays a 12-year-old human friend of Sam's named Ellie. Reese will play the villain Riley Green, a power-hungry English industrialist and treasure hunter who wields black magic 
as determined to stop at nothing in his pursuit of Gizmo and the mythical treasure of the Mogwai. The series does not have yet does not does not yet have a premiere date, and the first season is still in production. So we'll keep you surprised about this, folks. Whenever we do hear something about this, of course, it's very interesting to see them. Of course, like I said, that they're not letting a lot of these pop culture, uh, pop culture, uh, um, you know, shows and movies, movies, everything of that nature. Of course, finally drift away all of a sudden. So that that's good to see that. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday. As Mission Impossible Seven and Eight are no longer being filmed, being filmed back to back. Paramount was, has cut short their plans to shoot Mission Impossible Eight immediately after the about the about to wrap seventh film. Deadline reports that the studio has altered their original plans to film the eighth film in the blockbuster franchise immediately after Mission Impossible Seven finishes production, which is perhaps surprisingly is not due to the pandemic. Instead, the site reports that the delay is due to Paramount's currently, currently crowded release schedule. Tom Cruise says to promote Top Gun Maverick soon ahead of that film, July 2nd release, and that marketing campaign will take a lot of time, which makes his being in Australia to film MI8 impossible right now. Once Top Gun Maverick promotion is complete, Cruise will return to start filming the eighth entry. Mission Impossible 7 is directed by Chris McQuarrie and is currently set for a November 19th theatrical release. It stars, of course, Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg, Haley Atwell, Rebecca Ferguson, Bing Rains, Vanessa Kirby, Henry Searsney, Shay Wiggum, Palm Clementeth, and S.I. Morales. Sorry about that, folks. Got a little something in my eye there. Just... Uh, one story here that was brought up by Jeremy Thomas here today, I mean, yesterday. An analyst projects that Disney Plus is to, it will exceed Netflix's global subscribers by 2026. Disney Plus is on track to overtake Netflix in global reach in about five years, according to a new analyst report. According to THR, a report by Digital TV Research projects that Disney Plus will reach 294 million subscribers in 2026, while Netflix has reached 200. 86 million at that point. It is worth noting that the lion's share of Disney's strength is expected to be in India, while Disney Plus Hot Star will have rolled out and should have 98 million compared to just 13 million projected for Netflix. Principal analyst Simon Murray said Disney Plus Hot Star will roll out to 13 Asian countries by 2026. These countries will supply 108 million. 37% of the global Disney Plus subscriber total, but only 2.62 billion, which is 13% of the platform's revenues by 2026. Hotstar subscribers pay less than a third of the monthly subscription fee of their U.S. counterpart. The firm estimates that Netflix will have more global revenue by that point at 39, $39.52 billion. The Disney Plus is $20.76 billion. Both companies are investing and will continue to invest and original programming such as The Mandalorian and WandaVision for Disney+, Plus, as well as Bridgerton and The Crown for Netflix. In addition, the firm predicts that Chinese streaming services will reach 279 million subscribers by 2026, while Amazon Prime Video will hit 184 million globally, HBO Max will reach 50 million, 
and Apple TV Plus will hit 11 million. Of course, also things could change. So I mean, well, that's all. I'm adding that part in there because a lot of things actually do actually do change. So. And one more quick story before we go on, of course, to our uh, pop culture history and birthdays here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this yesterday as Joseph Lee Anderson was interviewed on playing, of course, the late Rocky Johnson in Young Rock and also training to get in ring shape. Joseph Lee Anderson plays the one and only Rocky Johnson in NBC's Young Rock, which, of course, premiered last night. And he discussed taking on the role in a new interview. Anderson spoke with Wrestling Inc. about growing up as a wrestling fan, talking with the Rock about his character and more. And here are some highlights, of course, Wrestling Inc. will get the credit here. On growing up as a fan of wrestling during the Attitude Era, Anderson says, I never went to a show and always wanted to, but could never afford it. I got caught up in the show. Everything about it looked so cool on TV. Me and my brother would always watch. On talking with Rock about playing Rocky Johnson, Anderson says, he just told me to be charismatic as you can be, you can, as loving as you can, just be true. Him and his father had a very complicated relationship, but Dwayne wanted to show on me to focus on the good, the good in their relationship. Rocky was a guy who could make everyone feel amazing and like a million bucks, no matter who you are. <sighs> That's the type of Rocky you're going to see on the show. Very charismatic, very likable dude. On training to get in shape for the role, Anderson says, I got up to 250 pounds. It was rough because quarantine was happening and all the gyms were shut down in L.A., but we got it done. We always get tested and make sure it is safe keeping distance. On working with Chavo Guerrero in the wrestling action, Anderson says, he told me a lot of moves. It was great. With the acting, uh, you're doing a lot, lot of takes over and over again. We're doing a five or seven minute match 10 times. You have to get the angles right, so you have to keep doing those bumps. It was a lot of work. On filming the show in Australia, Anderson says it was a big difference over in Australia that they have the virus under control. We were When we were on set, there was always masks. Sorry about that here, folks. Uh, we would get tested three times a week. We were, we were training like there was the, the pandemic everywhere. When we could leave, everything was open and nobody was really wearing masks there. It was living a normal life again. It's different being on set now. Protocols are good. we got to take care of everybody and, 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 and get the work done. On the show providing representation, Anderson says, I think showing a Polynesian family as well, showing a Samoan family on TV, it's big. It's great for everybody. I hope audiences get good laughs, but I think with Rock Slides, it shows you can start at the bottom. You can go through a rough patch and the wrong path, but you can still grow and change. And if you keep pushing, you can reach the top. So, folks, there you have it there with, your, with of course, our pop culture uh, news news report there here for this evening. Uh, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141387-POUND. Episode 241 of WCWS Outside the Ropes. This is Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinchell, of course, here on the line. On the line here with you. <coughs> Of course, the rest of the panel way too tough to handle, of course, uh, getting geared up, of course, to check out uh, tonight's episodes of AEW Dynamite and NXT, which, of course, later tonight, of course, on episode 952 of Revolution, 
We will, of course, be, of course, uh, talking about those, talking about the results of that. Of course, as far as NXT is concerned, I'm sure there'll be some backlash as to what happened on Sunday with the Vengeance Day pay-per-view. In addition to our news and views, history and birthdays, and also, folks, more updates about our poll matches, of course, up on, on our pay-per-view prediction center page. So be sure to, of course, check all that out. Uh, tonight here at, at 9 o'clock, of course, 138055 pound, of course, right here uh, as part of the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and go to, of course, some check out your pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. We start with general history for today, February the 17th. Uh, uh, of course, when we look at the most recent uh uh, we we, um, we look at the most recent stuff here. On this date in 1972, British Parliament votes to join the European Common Market. And also on this date in 2017, discovery of a, of a new mostly underwater continent called Zealandia in the South Pacific announced in research journal GSA Today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the world's first superhero known as the Phantom, which was a cartoon strip by Lee Falk, made his first appearance in the comics on this day in 1936. Uh, three, three birthdays, of course, to talk about here today. Uh, um, two of them has to do with sports and one of them has to do with music. But I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and uh, mention it. Happy 85th birthday to football great and actor here, uh, Jim Brown. Happy 58th birthday to, of course, uh, legendary NBA player and currently, of course, the owner of the Charlotte of the Charlotte Hornets, uh, the one and only Michael Jordan himself. Happy 58th birthday. And also happy 30th birthday to singer Ed Sheeran today. So, uh, also, of course, uh, some infamous weddings here on the state in 1906. Theodore Roosevelt, his daughter Alice, marries in the White House. And also, in 1950, natural history broadcaster David Attenborough, who was 24 at the time, marries Jane Elizabeth Ebsworth Oriel. Uh, so, so, there you, so there, there you have it, of course, uh, right there. Uh, Let's see here. And okay, let's see. Uh, let's check out first off your movies and movies and TV uh, history and birthdays here, of course, for today. On this day, nineteen twenty. On this day, nineteen twenty-four, American swimmer Johnny Weissmuller sets one hundred meter world freestyle record, fifty-seven point four seconds, in Miami, Florida. Of course, Johnny Weissmuller. Would of course go on to be better known on in, on the screen as the very first Tarzan, flesh and blood Tarzan. On this day, 1936, as we said, the world's first superhero, the Phantom, which was a cartoon strip by Lee Falk, makes his first appearance in the comics. On this day, 1954, WAST, now WNYT TV Channel 13 in Albany, Troy, New York, which is an NBC affiliate, makes his first broadcast. On his date in 1955, KTVF-TV Channel 11 in Fairbanks, Alaska, which started as a CBS affiliate but now is an ABC affiliate, begins broadcasting. On his date in 1958, WETV, now WPBA-TV Channel 30 in Atlanta, Georgia, 
which is in the P PBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And on the state, on the state in 1964, WMEM-TV Channel 10 in Priest, Isle, Maine, which is a PBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. On the state in 1984, the 34th Berlin International Film Festival, the movie Love Streams wins the Golden Bear. And also on the state in 1987, Michelle Renee Royer, who was 21 at the time from Texas, was crowned the 36th Miss USA. Uh, two birthdays here, of course. Uh, um, of course, um, a young lady who, of course, we, we, we've seen in several movies. And also, of course, is, uh, is part of the heiress to, of course, to the Hilton Hotels um, empire, I guess you could say. Paris Hilton today turns 40. And Bonnie Wright today turns 30. Some some passings here, of course, in uh, in movies and TV. On this day, 1959, Catherine Adams, who was a silent film actress from right here in America, passes away at the age of 65. On this day, 1961, Nita Naldi, who was a silent film and theater actress from right here in America, she was best known in being in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, dies at the passes away at the age of 66. On this date in 1962, Joseph Kearns, who was better, it was better known as playing uh, uh, George on the original Dennis the Menace series, passes away at the age of 55. And on this date in 1966, Frank Pettengill, who was an actor from England, who was in Beckett and Up the Creek, dies at the age of 75. Some notable weddings, as we said, 1950, David Attenborough marries Jane Elizabeth Ebsworth Oriole. He was 24 at the time. On his day, 1989, uh, David Coverdale, the lead singer of the band White Snake, marries actress Tony Katane. On his day in 2002, actress Joe Collins, who was 68 at the time, marries theater company manager Percy Gibson at Claridge's Hotel in London. And two took place on this date in uh, 2007. Japanese actress Noria Fujiwara marries comedian. Tomonori at Jinya Ikuda sh uh, Shrine in Kobe, Japan, and also home and away actress Ada Nikki Demao, who was 29 at the time, marries Chris Zipoltis at St. Andrew's Greek Church in Redfern, Australia. And let's see here. Uh, let's go now to your, to of course, like I said, uh, your look at. Uh, history and birthdays and music. On say 1859, Giuseppe Verdi's opera Un Ballo in Mascera premieres in Naples. On say 1904, Giacomo Puccini's opera Madame, of course it would be Madame Butterfly, premieres in Milan. On say 1916, Sigmund Romberg, James Hanley, Harold R. Attenridge, and Edgar Smith's musical Robinson Crusoe Jr. premieres in New York City. On state 1921, author Honiger's chamber piece Pastoral Deete premieres. On state 1932, Irving Berlin's musical Face the Music premieres in New York City. On state 1967, Beatles released the songs Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields. On state 1969, two events took place on this day in 1969. First, Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash recorded an album. Unfortunately, it was never released. And also Cloud Nine, the Nine Studio album by The Temptation is released. It won the Grammy Award for Best Rhythm and Blues Performance by a duo or group in 1969. 
and won Billboard Album of the Year in 1969. As we said today, of course, happy 30th birthday to Ed Sheeran. And also happy 49th birthday to uh, Green Day frontman Billy Joe Armstrong. Hard to believe he is 49. Unbelievable. Uh, some notable passings, of course, that took place here in music. On his date in 1652, Gregorio Allegri, who was a singer and composer from Italy, who did Miss Aire, I think that's how you pronounce it, passed, dies at around the age of 67. On his date in 1654, Michael Lohr, who was a composer from Germany, died, passes away at the age of 62. On his date in 1732, Louis Marchand, who was a Baroque musician and composer from France, passes away at the age of 63. And on his date in 1815, Franz Gotts, who was a, a, a Bohemian composer, passes away at the age of 59. And as we said, of course, one wedding took place in the music world as David Coverdale, White Snake, Mary's Tarn Contain on this date in 1989. Now let's go to, of course, check out your sports. On this date in 1818, Baron Carl Vandres de Sauerbrunn patented uh, the Drazine, or, of course, an early bicycle. On this day in 1882, first test cricket match played at Sydney Cricket Grounds. On state 1923, Ottawa left wing Cy Dennehy passes Joe Malone as the all-time NHL goal scoring leader, scores his 143rd career goal in Sanders' 2-0 win over the Montreal Canadiens. 1924, as we said, of course, Johnny Wasmother sets 100-meter world freestyle record at 57.4 seconds in Miami. Because as we said, of course, he let it on be known that he would play the first flesh and blood Tarzan. On his day, 1927, the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the New York, New York Americans 4-1 to in the team's first game since changing the name from St. Patrick's. On his day, two events took place on his day, 1928. This was at the St. Moritz uh, Winter Olympics. American brothers Jennison and John Heaton fight out the top blessings in the Cresta, now known as the Skeleton. Jennison takes the gold by 1.0 seconds. And also, Johan... Uh, Grotensbrotten leads a Norwegian sweep of the medals in the 18K cross-country at the St. Moritz Winter Olympics. He also wins the Nordic combined gold the following day. And also in this date, 1931, the first telecast ever of a sporting event in Japan, and it was, believe it or not, baseball. As we said, of course, happy 85th birthday to, of course, legendary footballer Jim Brown. Of course, he was also good, but he would also, of course, was also a well-known actor as well. And also happy 58th birthday, of course, a legendary, um, legendary, of course, uh, NBA, of course, NBA player and now owner of the Charlotte Hornets, Michael Jordan. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one passing, of course, Mickey Wright. Uh, she uh, actually passed away last year. Uh, let's see, she was she would have been about she was about uh, let me see. I believe she was around 85 years old. I think when she passed. And one wedding that took place here, folks, in um, during and, and that took place in sports on this day in 2007, Australian TV presenter Natalie Ruleski, who was 30 at the time, marries. <coughs> Mary's pro surfer Luke Egan at St. Augustine's Catholic Church. 
so there you have it right there folks with uh some uh some some of course uh <clears throat> uh pop culture history and birthdays here of course for today the 17th of february now ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and get you of course up to date here on several stories here uh courtesy of uh 411 Mania once again in terms, of course, of wrestling to get you all set, ready to go for tonight's episode of Revolution. Joseph Lee posted this story as NXT filmed the content for a second show called NXT Evolved. Fightful Select at WWE uh, reported that WWE has filmed content for a a second NXT series that will tentatively be called NXT Evolved. Graphics in the title belt have been made with that branding, although it could still change. Gabe Sapolsky and Jeremy Borash are heavily involved in the production, which is said to be nothing like anything else WWE has done. The tapings were in the warehouse that WWE used as a performance center during the pandemic. Some some of the newer WWE signings since this past summer were involved with the taping. Josiah Williams was the host, which has a fight feeling to it. There was no live commentary, so if that's added, it'll be done in post-production. It was previously reported that the show had been discussed before the pandemic. and In fact, planning has, has been happening as far back as two years ago, with different versions pitched at that time. Different names had also been discussed for the show, including NXT Underground. It was known that the platform and plans are not set in stone. But, of course, anything anything is possible. So we'll have to wait and see, of course, what happens. Joseph Lee has this story, another one, of course, involving The Rock. As The Rock says, he said he would run for president if the people wanted him to. In an interview with USA Today, The Rock said he would run for president of the United States if he felt that it was, if he felt that it was what the people wanted him to do. On how, on how accurate, of course, is, is the show Young Rock, The Rock says... The fun thing about Young Rocket is everything that people see in this first episode throughout the season, everything happened. Now, what we do is maybe it happened in a different year. Maybe it happened in a different city. On buying his first car from a crackhead, yes, a dr- like a druggie, something like that, I guess you could say. Uh, Rock says, I had to swerve off into the shoulder because another crackhead popped up in the back. And then I pulled over. I had to kick him out. And he said, this is my car now. So that actually happened. And also on running for president, Rock says, I will consider a presidential run in the future if that's what the people wanted. Truly, I mean that, and I'm not flipping in any way with my answer. It'll be up to the people, so I would wait and I would listen. I'll have my finger on the pulse and my ear to the ground. Our next story here, of course, Joseph Lee has this story, as Braun Strowman actually takes shot at uh, uh, a new sensation, Parker Boudreaux. In a post on Twitter, a fan spoke about the possibility of a match between Braun Strowman and recent WWE signee Parker Boudreaux at WrestleMania. Strowman wrote in response, WrestleMania, call me if he figures out how to even put laces in his boots. Hashtag, I am the only big thing. And he said that on his Twitter account yesterday, so I don't know if this young man has actually responded to it or not. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday. As New Japan Pro Wrestling reportedly turned down Axis TV in return, return in favor of a deal with Roku. New Japan Pro Wrestling apparently has had the opportunity to return to Axis TV recently, but turned them down in favor of their Roku deal. 
It was known on the, on the latest press of of radio that Axis TV was interested in bringing New Japan back, but that the Japanese wrestling company decided to go with Roku was better in terms of strategy. Report noted that New Japan Pro Wrestling wants to be on a bigger network and their deal with Roku is not exclusive. So it gets the company in the U.S. market while not locking them down the way they would if they they would be if they signed a deal with Access TV. NJPW aired on Access TV from 2014 to 2019, exiting the channel when their TV deal expired after Impact owners Anthem, Anthem Sports and Entertainment bought Access. The company premiered on Roku last week with new episodes aired every Thursday night at 5 p.m. And one more quick wrestling story to bring in before we close it out for the night. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as Teddy Hart is back in jail on charges of evading arrest and also more. Teddy Hart is back in jail after he was arrested last week on charges of evading arrest and more. The Tarrant County Correction Center website lists Hart, also known as his real name is Edward Annis, as arrested on February 10th on charges of evading arrest, in, injuring a child elderly, elderly disabled and possession of controlled substances. This was per fightful. There is no bond amount listed for Hart, who has been in and out of trouble with the law for years. He previously spent time in Tarrant County Jail in October 2020 on identical charges as the above, suggesting that he, this could be a probation or a parole violation. So, like I said, we'll keep you informed, of course, if there are any changes, of course, with this. On that note here, folks, I want to thank you very much here for listening here to episode 241 of the of, uh, of WCWS outside of the ropes here for the evening. Uh, be sure, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on here with Revolution episode 952 coming up here uh, at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound. As we said, we'll bring you, of course, the latest wrestling news and views. We'll also bring you the latest wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, brought to us by the human suplex machine, John Gross. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get some, uh, we'll get some, try to get some updates on some any results that have been placed for both, um, for both uh, AEW Dynamite and also, of course, NXT. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have several poll matches up on the pay-per-view prediction center page. We will, of course, keep you apprised of all that. <clears throat> as of course, like I said, we will, um, as we of course also will start. Uh, leaning in a little bit towards the elimination chamber and i will of course ladies and gentlemen we'll let you know we'll go ahead and start posting uh polls on the pay-per-view prediction center page for the elimination chamber prediction title challenge i am still of course working on what championship belt will be used in this case uh, we will keep you of course apprised of this we'll keep you of course apprised of this situation here uh <clears throat> As to, of course, what 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 the what the what the we'll just say the reward what the reward will be for, of course, uh, for the elimination chamber title challenge. But be sure to check out all of our all of our groups, of course, on Facebook, including the Pay Per View Prediction Center, of course, Entertainment Cavalcade, Game Show Alley, the Movie Channel, <clears throat> as well as uh, Location of Animation. Also, of course, Sports Roundup, as well as, of course, our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, and Who's Lines It Anyway, our NASCAR-themed uh, uh, group, NASCAR U.S. High Octane History. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our home improvement, More Power Forever. Also, Power Rangers Protecting the Power. 
Also, of course, uh, let's see, uh, a gaseous affair. Also, our wrestling tribute groups, of course, AEW US, ROH US, GCW US, NWA US, WCCW US, uh, UFC US, and so on and so forth. Also, of course, here, folks, <clears throat> be sure to check out uh, women of WCW US, of course, as we continue to post matches from the independents as well as, of course, NXT, AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, so on and so forth. And also, of course, the video vault where you can, of course, check out a lot of great classic uh, moments and matches. Be sure to, of course, listen in on that. Check out, check that out here, of course, here as well. And also go, of course, to the, um, go, of course, to the uh, uh, talkshoe.com. Of course, there are links on the page on Facebook for WCWS Online Directory. You can, you can pick out any links for any other shows that we have. And, of course, check out, of course, some of the past episodes. There some of them might have a few years on, but still, nonetheless, it is, of course, a real good listen here, of course, indeed. Be sure to, of course, check that out here, of course, here, to see, here today. <clears throat> Outside the Ropes, episode 241 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, uh, five years older, continuing to be bolder. Radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. Of course, let us continue, of course, keep those in prayer, uh, those who are being affected by not only the pandemic, but of course, also these winter storms. They are seeing that they are, they are ravaging the, they are ravaging, of course, the entire, the entire uh, uh, Midwest as, of course, also have been already several, several people have lost their lives because of this. Let's say a prayer for their, for their, uh, family and friends as well <clears throat> and of course let's just know that uh, like i said we are not uh, we are we are, of course always are going to of course stay close by of course and try to help anyone of course in need during this time take care and god bless your folks and remember since since 2015 resource for everything going on in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course the one and the only wcw us Radio Network. This is the WCWS Radio Network.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.